What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rap Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane. Tonight, St. John's is host to Butler, hoping to get off the snide in bad Kate and bad need of a win. Both teams, actually. St. John's has five straight losses in Big East play. Butler coming off a uh, big loss to Seton Hall after two wins against DePaul and Georgetown, so they haven't beaten anyone of note, but they're struggling as well. Tonight will be the case of two teams who both need a win badly. And St. John's being on its home court, you hope they can take advantage of that and put a break on this losing skid, or else it has the potential to get really, really ugly. If it hasn't already got an ugly so far, uh, we'll take a quick look at some stuff from each team, share my thoughts, and I'll even give you a loose prediction. Uh, first up, let's take a look at some team stats here. St. John's last five games, as I said, Five straight losses. Most recent at Providence was probably their best effort amongst those five games. A three-point loss on the road. Had a chance late. Didn't come through. Um, Butler, on the other hand, 25-point loss at Seton Hall. Uh, we kind of know what that's like. We had a 22-point loss at Seton Hall. They were able to beat DePaul and Georgetown. Uh, prior to that, they lost to Providence and Creighton, both by double digits, both by uh, 20 points to be exact. Um, so both teams struggling in Big East play. Uh, they have drastically different styles, and neither of them have worked so far. Butler really likes to slow the pace down. Um, they're averaging less than 70 points a game. That's second fewest in the Big East. They do not force turnovers. They do not attack the glass. St. John's, on the other hand, attacks the offensive glass, looks to force turnovers, looks to have an uptake, uh, an up pace tempo game. So it's going to be a clashing contrast game between styles. Um, last year, St. John's swept Butler. I think they've won three of the last four. Uh, they look to continue that trend tonight. Um, let's take a look at some of the, t the players on each team. If you look at Butler, they really only play seven guys, six guys predominantly, and seventh guy gets uh, about 17 minutes. Scattered scoring, not many guys giving you serious production. Manny Bates, their big man transfer from NC State. About 12 points. These are conference numbers right you're looking at here. About 12 points in conference to lead the way. Um, he's a big man, interior guy. Doesn't look to space out anything from beyond the paint, but he is effective in there. He's shooting 67% from the floor. Um, and if you look at the rest of the team numbers, they're all abysmal field goal percentage-wise. 36, 33, 26, 37, 38, 44% from the rest of the guys in the rotation. So not very pretty offensively. We know and understand that coming from the St. John's side, don't we, fans? Um, one guy I would like to pay particularly close attention to is Jaden Taylor. He's the one guy on the team who has been a consistent three-point threat, 42% from three during Big East play on four attempts. He's second in scoring at 11.2. Um, I also... We've seen Chuck Harris have big games. We've seen Simus Lukosius, who I'm a big fan of, have big games. You can't afford to pay neither of those guys' attention. Eric Hunter, the Purdue transfer, is more of a floor general guy. But still, you know, he's capable of, of you know, beating you. Only shooting 24% from three. But, uh, you know, as you've seen from Posh, who is shooting less than 20% from threes, he's hit two threes in the two of the last three games. So if you leave guys open and they are in rhythm, uh, they can get hot. Um us, on the other hand, some things I'm looking to point out. Uh, look at all those offensive rebounds. Contra contrast that to Butler's. Uh, they have nobody on their team averaging more than 1.3 offensive rebounds per game. Uh, we have a few guys over two and Soriano over four. Um, and then, you know, field goal percentage, as bad as it may seem from our perspective, we've got a few guys who, you know, Butler would like to have their percentages. Of course, Soriano and Stanley 
really high up. Stanley shooting close to 70% on the year. Hopefully he gets some more touches and some more minutes. Soriano above 60%. AJ Storm nearly 50%. Um, and then a couple of guys in those mid-40s. And we got a couple ugly ones ourselves in the 30s. Um, let's see if we can get store continue to go in the right direction started last game it's hopefully you know hopefully matt this is okay if he's not i'd like to see store continue to get, get that start and most importantly let's utilize him a bit more uh some keys i'll talk about here how they score all right i've got the highlighted stats right there this is in um big east rankings throughout the season free throw attempts butler is 10th or i'm sorry 11th dead last in free throw attempts they do not get to the free throw line all right. We've already seen their shooting percentages, so they're not a particularly effective shooting team. And they go to, don't get to the free throw line. Are we going to allow them by our up-tempo defense, our pressure defense, to get to the free throw line? Is our erratic defensive scheme going to, um, you know, put them at the line more than they're used to, thus giving them free chance at the basket for a team who can't score in the half court? Um, so I'd pay particularly close attention to that. Are we going to succumb to our own weaknesses of feeling like we have to pressure the defense, have to, I'm sorry, put pressure as a defense to create turnovers, um, which in doing so may allow Butler to get out in the open, to get to the free throw line and score some easy points, some points they haven't shown the ability to get. So are we going to play into their hands or are they going to play into our hands? Uh, interesting to, to notice there. And then how do we score? Butler does not turn the ball over. Third least turnovers in Big East just under 12 a game so that makes it difficult for us to create turnovers and get on a run and they do not crash the glass they have the least oh i cut it off there so you can't even see the bottom they have the least offensive rebounds in Big East amongst Big East teams so they do not get out and crash the glass instead they get back protect their rim in transition so is st john's gonna be able to get shots in transition those two numbers will tell you they won't turn it over and they're gonna get back on defense so st john's will have to if they can't turn up the pace score in the half court now, how do we score in the half court? Well, again, we'd like to see more from AJ Store being utilized as a, as a threat. We'd like to see um, Soriano continue to get good looks in the post. We would like to see um, Store, I'm sorry, uh, Jones look to be aggressive offensively, attack the basket, don't settle for open jumpers, keep his head on straight, be an aggressive player, help on the boards, and then be that secondary scoring threat. And then, of course, Posh has shown glimpses in his last few games of being a little, little bit more of a threat from three. Hopefully that continues. Um, if not, Pinzone looks healthy. Um, see if Pinzone can be an offensive spark plug. But this is a game, you know, a team who generally likes to play a slowed-down game, no matter the opponent. For St. John's to win, they're either going to have to completely uh, dominate on the game plan side and create that up-tempo pace they want, or they'll have to beat them in more of a half-court game. I don't love our chances in a half-court game. Uh, my prediction, home game, Butler need the win. I think they'll come out and make some shots early. I think St. John's will fall behind. But I do think the home crowd and the energy and the fact that they need a win, coach and players, um, they'll roar from behind and get a come-from-behind win. Um, who knows what that would mean for the future of the season. Not much. You're supposed to beat Butler on your home court, but losing it would be a, another step in the complete wrong direction. We've had a few of those lately. We gotta, you know, put our foot down and, and turn this momentum around. Hopefully tonight against Butler is our opportunity to do that. Um, I won't be watching this one live, unfortunately. Um, I'll, I'll have to watch later tonight and hopefully get a recap out to you late tonight. 
Sunday against UConn. I plan on going live for the watch along slash uh, chat, live chat. We did it for the Providence game. It went really well. Thanks to those who came on and thanks to those just the guests who actually popped on and had a conversation with me right on screen. I'd like to open that up to more guys um, or girls. You know, who's ever out there wants to share their thoughts on St. John's, this can be a landing spot for you. Um, you know, all opinions are welcome. Obviously, we're not going to agree on everything as long as we keep it civil. Um, no name calling, none of that shit. None of that shit, you hear me? You know, follow my lead there. Um, we'll be good to go. But thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is the Red Storm Rap Reaction Podcast for Larry Wright. This has been Pat Kane. Peace.